0: you guys ready to conclude our Behold series? We're going to conclude our Behold series this morning. Uh, Hopefully you had a good time with that uh, already. We've heard a lot of different things, but the goal for us, the the idea and the concept is to get this understanding that we need to behold. We need to look. Remember that? How you guys (laughs) are, there it goes again. We need to look at what God has placed around us. And we see that in scripture, that that you hear things like behold or even look in scripture. And after that is something very important that you don't want to miss, because that's what it means. Don't miss this. Do not miss this. And that's what I don't want you guys to miss. And there's some key things that we've discovered along the way uh, that we're growing from. But today I'm going to take a little bit Of a different turn and talk about a guy named Zacchaeus, and we'll get to him in just a moment. But we're going to be talking about Zacchaeus. So let me give you some background. I always love to like sit down and grab the chair and to develop the story, like you're there with it. Okay. So the background of this story that takes place is in a place uh, called Jericho. All right, which is really important, and we see Jesus uh, making a pit stop in Jericho on his way to Jerusalem because what's about to happen is everything that Jesus came. For okay, uh, his life that he was currently living, that death and that resurrection. So he was getting himself ready. So he's traveling with his disciples, much like most people are doing today. Traveling okay, and he was traveling with his disciples, they were going and doing ministry together, and one of those stops along the way. Was Jericho. All right, so we see this as the background. Uh, We see who is with Jesus. Jericho is about 20 miles from Jerusalem, so you see that he wasn't quite there yet. Jericho was known as a rich city like heading to DC or something like that, right? When you go there, you just see the most beautiful buildings, any type of restaurant you would love to see, you know, anything like that. You just know that there's a lot of money flowing through the city kind of thing. This was like Jericho. It was a place that was rich with balsam, which is something that was used for trade, which was a financial component. So we see that this place was affluent, doing well, and Jesus was stopping by this place on his way through. So where we're going to camp today is chapter 19. And, uh, We see some really cool story about this guy named Zacchaeus, but we also see as Jesus is making his way to Jerusalem by way of Jericho, he helps someone along the way before Zacchaeus, okay? What does he do? He heals this guy that was a blind beggar, okay? A beggar that received his sight, and he called out. He said, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. So this guy knew that he was blind, and he knew that Jesus was the one that would have mercy on him, and that could heal him, okay? So then we get through that part of the story we see Jesus heal this man on his way. And what I think is happening in this moment is this guy, Zacchaeus, has heard that Jesus was coming, okay? He heard that Jesus was coming, so he's watching this stuff happen. It's almost like you see somebody in a movie or something that's watching the story happen as they travel along with it, okay? So you kind of see Zacchaeus watching this blind beggar be healed. He's watching Jesus on his way to Jericho, and Zacchaeus is like, maybe, maybe I can meet Jesus. Maybe my life can be changed by him okay so we see Zacchaeus and he was what a wee little man and a wee little man was he. anybody remember that growing up if you did not grow up in church I'm happy for you on that one okay because I can't help but like Zacchaeus was a wee little you know whenever I hear it I'm thinking like you know me as this little kid like you know I can't help but think that way okay but for real who was Zacchaeus a tax collector. How many of you guys love the IRS? Man, we just love the IRS. Yeah. Tax season is coming. Okay, some of you must know how to work your tax as well, okay? But people did not like tax collectors back in the day, all right? Especially if your name was Zacchaeus because you were a Jewish guy working for Rome, right? And pillaging your own people. That's what a tax collector did then. He was someone that would tax his own people. Therefore, Zacchaeus was a wee little man. He was hated by everybody because of what he did, what his profession was. But not just because of what his profession was, but how he took a little bit more than he should have, if you know what I'm saying. See, he was in that rich Jericho town, which meant that he was a part, he was a chief tax collector. So he was a part of the oversight of this trade also in this way and making money off the balsam trade. Okay, so this is what he was a part of in this way. So you see him as someone that was not very liked, and we see his story. Okay, him coming to wealth him coming to be a rich man as scripture calls him and the gospel the account of luke Luke, the physician, right? We know of him also as the writer of Acts as well. So we see these things kind of combined together when these two writings are spoken of. A, phys- a physician of Gentile, which means non Jew birth, okay? So he was somebody that wasn't chosen. He wasn't the elect. So he loved to look at these stories and capture these stories to share with you today so that you could see as a non perfect person, a non chosen person, that you too can be changed. That's what we're talking about. Look for the change, okay? Look for the change. So important. We'll get to that in just a moment, all right? So Zacchaeus, not a real exciting person to be around, but we see his story captured in Luke 19, 1 through 10. So follow along with me on your screen. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. Remember, he was on his way to somewhere else, Jerusalem. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. Brother had bank. He wanted to see who Jesus was. He wanted to see, he wanted to look and see who Jesus was. But because he was short, all right, a short guy. He wasn't a tall guy. It was always hard in the crowd because everybody was always above him, was able to see, okay? It's like Brandon walking in a room and he can see everything, okay? But then there's people like me that I know, okay. But you know what I'm saying by this. He was a short guy, all right? And it was hard for him. He wanted to see Jesus and he could not see them over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree, right? Kind of thing. Remember the song? To see him. Since Jesus was coming that way, he had just watched, I feel, just watched that that beggar be healed, be restored, and he's like, man, I gotta see Jesus. I gotta see Jesus, and I gotta get to a place where I can see him. Because of my physical inability, I can't see him, but I will get myself to a place as much as I can so that I can see him. All are you tracking with me here? So he ran ahead and climbed that sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot... When Jesus reached the spot of where the tree was, okay, he looked up and said to him, so I love this. Did he necessarily know Zacchaeus? I don't know. Did he know um, exactly where Zacchaeus was going to be? Did he know, you know, I I love to think of the deeper meanings of stories sometimes because I just don't know it all, but it's so cool and fun to speculate sometimes when Jesus stops at the exact spot of a tree and he looks up at that tree. Crowds of people around Jesus, Right? swarms of people so much so that Zacchaeus had to climb a tree to get the right perspective of who Jesus was that he Jesus stops there in the midst of the crowd and looks up and says by name Zacchaeus come down immediately I must stay at your house today right I must stay at your house today so he came down at once and welcomed him gladly all the people saw this and began to mutter he has gone to be the guest of a sinner right? Can you picture this? Everybody's watching this happen. They see Zacchaeus, the tax collector in the tree, the one they hate more than anybody, probably in town because he was one of their own that sold them out. And Jesus says, Zacchaeus, by name, come down. I want to go hang out with you today. It's your house. I want to be your guest, right? And all the people begin to mutter, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Look, Lord, here and now, I give half of my possessions to the poor. Right now, I've come down from the tree. You call me by name. I will give half of my possessions to the poor. And... To top it, if I've cheated, okay, anybody out of anything, (laughs) the question is, how many people have you cheated out of everything? Okay, are you guys with me on that? Because again, this guy was deeply entrenched in this tax collection business. So he had cheated so many people in this way. Anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Okay, we'll get to this in a moment, how important this is. Jesus said to him, and a lot of times we just say, just fly over these things. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. This is big stuff. We'll get to it later. All right. This, uh, he is the son of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save the lost. The son of man came to seek and save the lost. Look for the change. Look for the change. Not in your couch where you're, oh, 37 cents. Okay, that's half a cup of coffee, you know. No, 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 no. Look for the change. How many of us get so excited about a new year? Anybody? It's just like a change of the calendar. You know, it's just literally numbers change. You know, it really isn't like cosmos and 2017 to 18, magic light goes off and everything's different, you know. But in our minds, we say things can change hopefully things can change. And we look for the change, don't we? So often in many things versus looking for the change who is Jesus to change everything. Think about it, don't we? Well, I know for me, I'm like, well, hey, fat boy, it's time to start working again. You know, just walk or anything. I don't know, bro. You can maybe stop eating every single sweet thing in sight like, I'm like, what's wrong with you? I just can't stop. I'm happy. I'm sad. It doesn't matter. It's good. Matt brings communion, AKA Timbits, this morning. I look like elf throwing snowballs, but it's 10 bits in my mouth. It's like, stop making me do it, Matt. Nobody made me do it. You know what I'm saying by this? But we get so excited about a new year because it's a new opportunity to change. But so often we look for change in the wrong places and even the wrong people versus the right person. Jesus, love this. Man, this is good. This has jacked me up. I'm excited for it. Jesus is the only one who can bring the change. John 14, 6 through 7, Jesus answered, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. There's no way to the Father but through me. I am it. Wasn't well, he just so prideful? Look at him. He thinks, yes, he is everything. He is change. He is the one who can change your life forever. But you got to look to him. It's so important. So here's what we're going to do. A few observations from this text. We know that we have to, to understand that he is the change, but we also have to get something else, that Jesus is looking for something. Okay, he's looking for stuff. We saw this with this story, and we'll make sense of it more later. That Jesus was looking for someone in this moment, but he's also still looking today. And the first thing that he's looking for is for you. He's looking for you, looking for you. I tell you, Kara and I, we went down to my family's this weekend. We had a lot of fun. It was, I mean, this this past week, a lot of fun, you know. And, and we went to uh, TJ Maxx, small little store. And, and, and Fredericksburg's TJ Maxx was on point. So many great things there. I bought nothing. So many great things. Been with my family, you know, since before Christmas kind of thing. We're looking through the store. and we saying, eh, I just, I want to go back and be with the kids. I'm good. Because I'm looking for my babies. I miss my kids even though I've been with them. And you got to understand something. He's always never you his baby always looking for you, never stops looking for you because he loves you so much. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up. He looked up. He looked up, and who did he see? Sweet little Zacchaeus, that wee little man who climbed that big old tree so that he could try and get a spot, that he could try and get a look, that he could try and encounter Jesus. But Jesus stopped Jesus looked up and Jesus said, Zacchaeus, you crazy little wee man, come down right now because I want to spend some time with you. Jesus did not stop looking for Zacchaeus. So much so I feel, and I may be putting a little more in there, that I think part of the reason Jesus went to Jericho was not just for that blind man, but for Zacchaeus. I think he did. And I think Luke said, that this is something we don't want to miss in the narrative, the gospel narrative. We need to make sure this is here. This is something that I saw, that I want to make sure makes it to Scripture in this way, because I've been inspired by God's spirit to put this down, because there's going to be plenty of Zacchaeuss in this future, of this world. They're going to have to understand that Jesus never stops looking for them. And then He calls them by name. Man, that's so strong right there. What a picture. Psalm 139, David understood this well. 139, one through two, and seven through eight. You have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. But verse seven and eight, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. He will go anywhere to find you does that not encourage you? You're like, I am in the deepest, darkest time I've ever been in my life, or I'm in the greatest, most exciting, or everything's just okay. He's there because he never stops looking for you. Okay. I love this part too. Jesus is not just looking for you. He's looking for intimacy with you as well. He says, Zacchaeus, I want to come be a guest at your house today. I want to come and hang out with you because I want to spend time with you. And I love this. All the people saw this and began to mutter. Then they look at Jesus. Who is he? Who does he think he is coming up in Jericho, healing people and stuff? And then all of a sudden, Zacchaeus, we little man. Come on down, tax guy. I want to hang out with you. Everybody else is like, You want to hang out with me? What's wrong with me? I'm a Jew of Jews, right? I am I am great in the church. I serve all the time. I tithe, I give. You don't want to hang out with me? What's wrong with me? Jesus you picked Zacchaeus. Right? You know how this can happen. Everybody's getting upset and they're getting all angry and frustrated because Jesus picked Zacchaeus and he wanted to be a guest at his house. Why? Zacchaeus knew that he needed Jesus and he was honored to have Jesus in his home. Jesus didn't invite himself to no one else's house house whatsoever but Zacchaeus. Jesus wants to invite himself to your life, but you got to open the door. You got to say, Oh, come on in. He wants to do life with you, He wants intimacy with you, but He's looking for this how you will respond. How you will respond. Picture yourself here, okay? You're standing and you're watching the story take place. Zacchaeus climbs out of the tree. Jesus, like, Zacchaeus. I want to hang out with you today. Can we do some life together today? Okay, put yourself in the situation. All of a sudden, everybody, how many people do you have in your life that always want to say you'll never make it? Everybody around Zacchaeus says, I know who you are. You'll never change. You've done the same thing for the last 30 years. You've never changed. What's the change of a calendar year? What's that going to do for you? 27, 2018, congratulations. And No, he comes up to, and he's like, okay, Jesus I hear what you're saying here, because I picture Zacchaeus, he kneeled down. He was so grateful that Jesus called him down from the tree. And he said, come here, Zacchaeus, by name. He kneels down. I picture this. And, and Jesus says, I want to come to your house, Zacchaeus. And all of a sudden, what everybody else is saying, whoosh, silence. They may be still yelling. They still be saying the same things they've said for years. But what they said did not matter, because Zacchaeus responded to Jesus, not to the crowd. So often, one person in that crowd will listen to more than the one person that is changed and that will be forever changed for our lives. One person in that crowd tells you who you are versus the Son of Man telling you who you are. Jesus is the change that we're all looking for, but we have to be willing to be Humbled, come down out of that high place, take a knee, listen to what Jesus says, and then this is his response. Zacchaeus stood up. In that moment, Zacchaeus was able to stand again, but he stood up a changed man. Because how did he respond? He said, Jesus, look, behold, Jesus, listen to me, because what I'm about to tell you is me totally separating myself from who I've always been. Everything I've done wrong, Jesus, with this financial thing called tax collection, I give it up right now. It's not about the health, the wealth, whatever that's come with all my riches, Jesus. I'll give it all back. All I want right now, Jesus, is to be changed by you. Isn't that powerful? He was able to stand back up He wasn't worried about seeing over the crowd anymore. He had a one-on-one intimate moment with Jesus face-to-face, and he was changed forever. So much so, here's my debit card, Jesus, not my credit card that I can call and cancel on the way. Here is my debit card. Here is the pen. Empty the account. I want nothing of who I was. I want you and no one else. His response... It wasn't the crowd. It was the Christ that he listened to. Man, he wasn't worried about what they were saying. He was worried about, he was concerned about, he was engrossed in, he was overwhelmed by what Jesus had to say about him. How will you respond? The last thing is this. Jesus is looking for you to look to him. What does this mean? He was looking for you to look to him the last two verses there that we read earlier was Jesus said to him, today salvation. You know, we talk about salvation a lot post the cross, don't we? Because that's when salvation's work was done with Jesus' life, death, resurrection. But something important was happening here when Jesus was speaking to Zacchaeus. He says, today salvation has come to this house. Did he mean himself walking in? I don't know it's pretty cool to think, right? Jesus coming into Zacchaeus's home, doing some some lunch with him and talking over some food and maybe some some tea or whatever. But salvation has come to this house, Zacchaeus. you have been changed. You now have a place with me forever. Because you have accepted me. See, Zacchaeus, I love this. Zacchaeus watched, I believe, the faith of the beggar when he claimed that Jesus was the son of David. What was prophetic, that the Messiah would come that way. Zacchaeus saw the faith of a beggar. And he placed his faith, his belief in Jesus. And because of that, he too was made whole. Salvation came to his house, to his heart, to his life. What a story He was saved in that moment because he believed, has come to this house because this man too, also I love this, a reinstatement, is a son of Abraham. He deserves just as much as anybody else in that crowd to be a part of the family, because he believed because he came down and humbled himself up out of that tree, right? He humbled himself, and he too believed as he sought after me. And this is important. For the Son of Man came to seek, to look for, and to save the lost. He came to seek and save the lost. This salvation is, again, an understanding of true deliverance, right? True prosperity. This is what the word means. Preservation safety, and welfare. I think of how, just alone, the prosperity thing, meaning Zacchaeus learned the lesson that his prosperity was not found in his profession, okay? But his prosperity was found in his profession of faith and Jesus. It wasn't about what he was able to do to make money. It was about who he was in Jesus. That's what made him who he was supposed to be. His belief that in this moment with one encounter with Jesus, he could be changed. Doesn't this sound simple? You know, I was talking to the kiddos driving back. We had some time in the car. (laughs) and some snow, but it wasn't that bad. And I asked the kids, I said, what do you guys want to see or do or be different in 2018 i said you know us old people we make resolutions which means we resolve to do something say something act differently than we did before because all of a sudden when changes on the clock everything is possible now i said but what do you guys want to do differently what do you i want to be kinder thank the lord you said that (laughs) i want to i want to know jesus more i want to read my bible more i'm I want to believe, you know, certain things like that, and then just certain natural things. An opportunity for true prosperity, wellness, welfare, all of that to happen in our lives when we choose Jesus. So simple, yet so complex. What did I say? I want to get to know him more. Because I've realized in all of this that we've done, all that we've built, you know, all these kinds of things, it means nothing if I don't have him. If I don't have intimacy with him, if I don't get alone, and that is my largest, biggest struggle, is to get alone time with God. Right? Because so many other things are louder. So many other things are more important sometimes. But if I don't look for him, as he's looking for me, I will miss out on him when he's passing through. He stopped and Jericho, I believe, for Zacchaeus. What does Zacchaeus' name mean? Pure. Was he living up to his namesake beforehand? His life was so muddy, gross, nasty. uh, You know that feeling, right? But Jesus came to change his name back to pure again. And what's so great is when you look for Jesus, when you look for the change in him, You will find it this year because he's never stopped looking for you.